Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. Now it's time for a Spotlight Star Wars with your host, Ken Knapsack. Well, hello, Four Center friends, and welcome to a special edition of Spotlight Star Wars. What's so special about it? I don't know. You're special. Star Wars is special. That makes all of this special. Episode 142 in the continuing series of the show that's a monologue from me to you, Star Wars fans out there in the galaxy. I just wanted to 
I just wanted to talk about joy today. Joy in Star Wars. The holidays, no matter what you celebrate, if you celebrate, no matter your point of view on it, it can be a great time. It can be a warm time. It can also be a stressful time. It can also be a time of challenges, a time of facing old demons, old traumas, or sometimes just facing yourself if you're alone this year or any year. But this is no doubt a tough holiday season, uh, no matter your view on it. Uh, we are all going through something this holiday season and have all gone through a lot this year. I myself had a bit of a blue Christmas, as you probably heard on the Four Center Main Show. I had to say goodbye to a pet that was just a absolute building block, strong foundation of my life and uh, my partner and girlfriend's life, Grace. And we're, uh, quite frankly, still still sad, still blue, still working through it because loss of any kind is pretty, well, it cuts deep. That loss might be a job, your relationship, a family member, uh, loved ones, friends, pets, Loss, as I, as I say to myself, as, as an attempt to comfort, loss is loss. No matter the level, it's something we all have to experience and we all have to go through. And if you're like me, you're probably listening to this podcast feed because you're not just a Star Wars fan. Oh, we love our casual fans. We love those who swing on through to get some insights or some takes on The Mandalorian or the movies or some of the news. But a lot of you... Four Center friends, the folks that have been with us for a while, or you're part of the Discord community, you're part of uh, what we got going on here. You tu- you don't you don't just watch Star Wars. You turn to Star Wars. You turn to it for a lot of different ways. And I'm no different. Joseph's no different. Jennifer's no different. That's why we're here. That's why we're here every week. So this week, I thought about doing a solo Star Wars rank. Not a Star Wars ranked about solo, but a Star Wars ranked by myself. We do that from time to time here. And I had a list of small joys in Star Wars. Actually, I'll strike that, reverse that. I had a list of small moments that are big joys for me in Star Wars. And I thought about ranking them. I love doing that. We love ranking things in Star Wars as fans. That's part of why we're here. It's part of why we continue to be fans. And while sometimes it can be on the surface of things, a Y-wing versus a B-wing, and we all know the answer is a Y-wing, that's the better of the ships. I mean, come on now. Sometimes I feel uh, that term, that word, uh, rank, ranked, it can lead to uh, discussions and, and debates even that I just didn't want to have today, even in a fun way. I didn't want to put numbers to anything I was going to talk about today. Self-Spotlight Star Wars remains a show that has been here since the beginning of Force Center. That is, again, like I always say, just my chance to sit down and monologue with you. It's a campfire conversation. Just uh, You're all not here yet to have the marshmallows. So I picked some moments that throughout the years, I have just taken big joy from these tiny, tiny little moments. When I wrote the book, Why We Love Star Wars, it was not to get out this big definitive list of the greatest moments. Some of those are in there. That's the subtitle of the book, The Great Moments That Built the Galaxy Far, Far Away. Sure, yeah, we, we want to pull you in with a strong statement. But I tried to, as best I could, capture the moments in which my imagination was sparked by Star Wars, in which I was comforted by Star Wars, in which I felt something uh, deeper, something I couldn't fully understand, and things that helped me through life. And in the good moments and the bad moments. And I'm certainly having some bad moments this week. So 
as always, we turn to Star Wars. And there's so many of those little moments. I think you know what I mean. You probably have your own. You go through the galaxy of Star Wars, and look, there are moments in novels, comics. Uh, there's moments in Resistance and Rebels and Clone Wars. Today, for the most part, focusing on movies. I think, again, not to get into a debate on movies, TV, streaming, the future of Star Wars, big things, big things, big concepts. Now, we as Star Wars fans are usually pulled in by the movies. Clone Wars might be your first entry point into Star Wars. Rebels might be. Mandalorian might be. Heck, even Galaxy Adventures. One day, if not already, will be credited as, hey, my intro into Star Wars. So, there's a lot of places to find joy. In Star Wars. But today, this week, I just wanted to talk about a few of the moments that I love and and moments that mean a lot. Moments that mean just almost I want to say almost nothing, but you know what I mean. They mean everything, but they f- move past you so fast. As we often watch these Star Wars stories, looking for the big things, looking for the big reveals, the plots, the hows, the whats, and even the big whys that we love asking and trying to answer here in Star Wars. I think you can sometimes look over these little moments. And this week, as I have been down and I have been out and tears have been spilled and pain is being processed, I thought of these tiny, tiny little moments in Star Wars. And so here they are. No ranking, just talking about them. One of the ones I always go to, and I go to a lot of different versions of this, but this is the one that I go to a lot. It's in The Last Jedi. It's on Octo, and it's Rey. Not, well, things aren't going her way. She's shown up. The lightsaber has been given to Luke. He's tossed it aside. The training really hasn't begun the way she wanted to, and now she's got this force connection with Kylo Ren that is disturbing as it is Intriguing, scary, confusing to her. She pops back up on the Falcon, and there's Chewie with the Porgs. Chewie and the Porgs sitting in there uh, in the cockpit as she's uh, talking to him. Hey, maybe get a message back to the Resistance, ask about Finn. She's concerned there's a lot going on, and she steps on out into the pouring rain of Octo. This is the... The girl from nowhere, the girl from Jakku, the girl who probably didn't see much rain in her day, didn't see much joy. All through the sequel trilogy, we see Rey experience those little moments of joy. The first one is flying into Takadana and not uh, realizing there was so much green in the galaxy. And and it's funny now to look back at that moment because that's one uh, we used to love to kind of, uh, just as Star Wars fans in general, dive into and, and say, the way Han looked at her was a clue. And, you know, that's fun. I did that too. I probably made videos about it. probably made podcasts about it. But sometimes what is there is what we miss. It's joy. It's this girl from nowhere seeing the galaxy for the first time. And knowing that she always had this dream of flying off world, of getting away, even though she wanted to get back. She didn't want to fly. That's a great moment. But it's this moment in The Last Jedi that I go to often when she steps on out. And it's so brief. It's so brief. But she sticks her hand out in the rain and smiles. I'm a person who loves rain. I find it cleansing. I find it comforting. Just as much as I find it cold and sometimes annoying. But I love rain. I grew up in a part of California that was near the beach. So I had sand. I had water. I had sun. 
but also got cold. The winter can get cold, and I enjoy just a good rainy day. And so for me, every time, including this week when I watch this movie again, any time I see Ray in the middle of not a great time, she's so lost, so confused, so on her own, was not warmly received by Luke, is now connected to a monster, a man she hates, a man who is torturing her soul from afar, but so close now. She finds a moment to reach out and smile. Seconds later, Kylo is uh, reconnecting. Her smile literally fades to dread and anger and concern, and the story moves on. And that's the point. The story moves on, but it's this little brief moment that I always take solace in, that under the darkest of skies and confusing of times, uh, beneath all the troubles and the obstacles that we face daily, including the ones right behind you and the ones yet to come, the ones that are in front of you, if Ray can take a moment to stick her hand out and smile at the rain, smile at experiencing something that she never experienced before, and if she did, it's so far few that it's not like this. It's a beautiful galaxy, a beautiful world. I love it again when it pops up in the festival of uh, the ancestors, ancestors with the Aki Aki, a moment put into the film to show Ray. A joy to show Ray what she's fighting for, to show Ray what is out there in this galaxy at large. That's a big moment for me. This one's a tiny one. I always go to it. So well played by Daisy Ridley. We are all there, reaching out, holding our hand in the rain, taking a moment to feel all the great beauty in the world. Another moment for me that always comes to mind is actually an attack of the clones, believe it or not. I think we've talked about it here on Force Center before. I think it's a moment that uh, resonates with Joseph, too. But I, I love when Obi-Wan, lost, confused, kind of being rebuffed by Jocasta New, heads over to Yoda to get some information on this planet that he has lost, Kamino, these cloners. And Yoda's teaching the younglings and taps his cane and gets their attention. Obi-Wan states what he's here for after giving a great, hey, everybody, already embarrassed, already dreading that he has to do this in front of the younglings. Hi, Master Kenobi. We're going to watch you uh, fail here for a second, if you don't mind. I love, I love Yoda's lost a planet. Master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. But one of the things I love in it is the giggles of the students. Yoda, for over... 800, coming on to, uh, you know, 900 years. He was always a little wishy-washy at that age, wasn't he? He has been a teacher and a mentor. Not always perfect. Couldn't stop the fall of the Jedi. But he, even in his new existence, post-death on, uh, on the, in this galaxy, he, he had lessons and value for Luke and others. But I love this moment, Yoda the teacher, Yoda the mentor, having that connection. The kids giggling always gets me. Yoda, dour as he could be at times, someone who wanted Luke to have the most serious of mind to be a Jedi, also knew how to connect with this and many new generations of Jedi. That's why he was probably heralded as one of the best. Many probably grew up, and hey, maybe later they questioned his ways. Maybe later they weren't so sure of everything he said, but I'm sure they always respected it. I'm sure they always felt certain level of warmth towards him. We all have those teachers and mentors in our lives. We all have those moments where he feels so 
comfortable with someone older than us as they're teaching us and we feel like part of the team, a shared joke. I love doing that other way around. Young kids, uh, nieces, nephews. I've done some teaching in my day, some instructing in my day, some coaching in my day. Having that moment where you give a youngster, an eight, a nine, to ten-year-old, a little feeling that they're part of this bigger world. You're not just here to teach them. You're here to guide them and be with them through uh, life. It's a warm, comforting feeling both ways. And I love that moment from Yoda. We've always or had always heard of him being just this great warrior, this great teacher. That's why Luke was sent to learn from him. That's why he and Luke went through the great training session. But now to actually see it in more of a formalized way, but to see the warmth and to know that Yoda wasn't just the type that pulled out the textbooks and gave the assignments. It was about something more. It was about connecting with his students on a personal level and knowing them and knowing how to reach them, which later on in Last Jedi, one of my favorite scenes, a moment of inspiration, a moment of comfort, teaching Luke about failure, even all, uh, all these years later. I think to me, it, it kind of connects. Yoda, Force Ghost Yoda, giggling on a rock, bonking Luke on the head with his, with his cane, connects to the Liam pull the shades Yoda. A teacher that knows how to connect with warmth. I've always loved that little moment of joy. Another one that sticks out with me, too, from Return of the Jedi. I have always just taken some joy and warmth from uh, the moment where C-3PO is telling his his story with R2 uh, and talking to the Ewoks, addressing the Ewoks. Really, more than just telling the story, making their case. Help us. We'll help you. We're in this together. It's almost if Therapia should have said, it's a symbiote circle. I love during the moment when he gets to the story of, uh, the part of the story of Han. Tiglo Carbon, going into Carbonite. I love when Leia, mesmerized by Therapia's story, leans her head warmly on Han's shoulder. Followed quickly by Wicket, who cuddles up. And I love Han kind of not knowing what to do with it. And I love that they, much like Ray sticking her hand in the rain, uh, that they get to take this moment uh, of, of sweetness, of kindness, of connection during this crazy story, this crazy saga. That They're not aware they're in Star Wars, but they're in uh, a fight for their lives, a fight for their galaxy, a fight for everyone out there. But they can have this moment as they're hearing their own story. It is kind of a weird meta moment. They're reacting to what we know. And whether or not you're in a relationship right now, whether or not you're fortunate enough to experience a great relationship uh, or ever, or, you know, as uh, George Harrison was saying, I believe uh, love, love will find you. I don't want to start singing George. Uh, solo stuff. Um, George is my Beatle. I, uh, I just have always loved this moment. Oh, I love Han and Leia bickering and bantering back and forth on Hoth. I love the I'm nice men kiss. I love all the stuff from the Falcon and Empire. And uh, I love Leia rescuing Han, somebody who loves you. I love the I love you, I know. I even like Leia's in Return of the Jedi. It's all there. But this is one of my favorite just relationship moments that they get to experience this. There you get to see the connection. Later on, and Force Awakens, 
I love the decision that we don't see them together, that they start the movie separated and they have to come back. And then really they only get one moment. It's powerful. It's painful. Bittersweet at best. And their words there, uh, you know, we had some good times. We had some good times. I think of this moment in Return of the Jedi often when I watch Force Awakens. On the cusp of a big war, a war that they weren't sure they were going to win, a war that they had no guarantees that they each would survive. There's not some big dramatic kiss. Uh, There's not some sweeping romantic moment. It's tiny, it's small, but it's real. It's full of compassion and care and just like I said before, a connection. Ah, A little moment, a little bit moment, a little moments later, a few moments later, I should say, um, Luke uh, steps out, Leia learns the truth, Han's a little grumpy. I mean, come on, it's Han. It's going to be. But it doesn't water down this moment for me. And the bonus of Wicked popping in there. Uh, who doesn't love Wicked? And uh, who doesn't... Uh, who doesn't... Uh, it's not lost to me. I should, I mean, it's not lost to me Wicked's compassion in this moment, too. Connecting with Leia early on. Uh, that connection saves the galaxy to me. Leia and Wicked. Uh, connecting on... Uh, you know, a different level. Leia's approach in that scene, the handing of Wicket, uh, the treat to Wicket, the food to Wicket, is, is is to me one of those little moments that, that, like I said, saved the galaxy. I really believe that if you're looking at the Star Wars story. But this moment shows the heart of Wicket, which I think in turn shows the heart of the Ewoks. Oh, Low Gray was working his magic. I, I would love a good political... Uh, Political West Wing-like show in Bright Tree Village with Low Gray working, uh, working his magic, uh, trying to, uh, maybe in some cases literally, trying to bend the ear of Chief Chirpa. Oh, there's a great story there to be, to be had. But I think uh, Wicket caring about Han after hearing the story of hearing the pain. Uh, there's, there's the compassion, there's the empathy. And again, for Han and Leia to have that moment, I've always taken great joy in that one. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. At the end of Return of the Jedi, as with the end of The Rise of Skywalker, uh, we have victory. Powerful victories. And I just rewatched it. Just rewatched it before I recorded. When Luke returns, I, 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 no matter what ending of Return of the Jedi you're watching, Ewok celebration, Yub Nub, or, you know, just the galaxy celebrating as whole, and even a Gungan screaming, We so free. I, I don't care what version you're watching. They all bring some sort of joy. That's the big joy, though. That's the big victory party. The dance, the fireworks, it's all there. But in that, I just love the simple moment of Luke, who's just watched his father sacrifice himself to save him, burned the Vader outfit and said goodbye, returns to Bright Tree Village and sees his friend, sees his sister, gives a big hug, gives a hug to Han. Everyone's hugging, just so they are in the Rise of Skywalker. They're hugging, they're embracing. And in a year of social distance, in a year of all of us being apart to a certain degree, I love seeing those moments of embracing, of connection, of friendliness, of support, of celebration. I hope we'll all get to experience that in full very soon. Not through masks, not through shields, not through, uh, are we taking this risk by even being in this room together? None of that. We'll all get to celebrate in full and have our own Yubna moments. It's one that's very specific to this year. But it's always stood out to me. I just love, I love what it says about the big three, Han, Luke, and Leia. The original trilogy to me is their story, collectively and individually. But I, it's just so human. It's just so fun. It's, it's almost Mark Carey and Harrison in that moment, like they captured them at the uh, end of school, graduation day. And it speaks to what carried them through it all. I keep talking about connection. I keep saying empathy and compassion, all those things. But just friendship and yes Han and Lair and love and 
romantically, and Luke and Leia are now connected by blood, or they they know they always were, of course, but now they know. But this began as as something different. This began as friends. This began as uh, compadres, colleagues, riding uh, riding partners, uh, road buddies, uh, going out to save the galaxy. Uh, things changed and grew along the way, but that moment's always just giving me great joy, and I connect to it uh, on me and my friends, comedy friends, uh, old work friends I haven't seen for years. We will all go out on our individual missions. We all have our own stories to make happen and tell in life. We are all on our own path, but at some point, you get to turn the corner. You get to climb the trees and get to the top of the village and see your friends. And you get to hug, embrace, and know you got through it. A little moment for me. And again, I mentioned The Rise of Skywalker once because I'm usually in tears by the end of that movie. I know, I know. Sorry. Sorry I watch with my heart. Uh, the final one I want to talk about is, of course, very recent. Spoilers if you have not got through Mandalorian Chapter 16. Some of you haven't, believe it or not. And uh, I get it. I... Uh, there's a lot of little joys. I, if I was doing a Star Wars ranked, I think I just would have put uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, the child, into the Star Wars ranked Hall of Fame. That still might happen one day. So many moments. They're cute moments, and you get a lot of joy out of them. But we're talking about little moments and big joys. And in this big grand finale of season two, with a Jedi who we all know and love showing up to save, well, maybe not the day, but to take uh, the child for training... And he saves the day. In uh, those moments of pain and tears, loss, this is loss. We talked about loss up top. What Din and Grogu both experience, even though they're both alive and will presumably still be well, it's loss. Loss to me is a closing of a chapter and it uh, demands you go forward. It demands you grow from it or at least move away from it. That's what losses can signify to me. And that includes death. Again, end of relationships, end of jobs. Uh, when the fears set in, when you uh, don't know what to do with yourself, you don't know what to do going forward, even if it's in your heart that you know it's probably going to be okay. There's a lot going on in that final moment. It is, I think, the core of season two. Din Djarin saying goodbye to Grogu. But in that, when R2-D2 shows up, Grogu sees him and they connect and there's a beep and a whir and a giggle and a laugh. A lot of people talked about it. I'm not, I'm not alone in, in recognizing this at all. And how could you? It's R2-D2, the hero of the galaxy, the hero of the day, always, time and again. But it's something there. There's a comfort. There is that it's going to be okay. That when the tears eventually stop, and they will, when the doubt and the fear eventually subside, and they will, you know that you'll get to experience those little moments. And if you're Din, you're watching Grogu and knowing Grogu's going to be okay. And if you're Grogu, you feel you're going to be okay. There's friends on the other side, or there's friends in your, your past. I don't know. I still think Grogu and R2 might have hung out at least once before. And in these moments where you're trying to process the loss and move forward, you start looking for the little things. And the little giggle and the little R2 beeps, the happy beeps from R2, they speak to me, man. They speak to me. 
They feel my joy for this series. They feel my joy for this franchise. And I hope they all connect with you. I'm still hurting this week. And I know the laughter will return. And I know the little happy beeps will be heard again. And I know everything we experienced this week in my family, in my house, that made us cry, made us hurt. I know it's only going to make us stronger. And I know that we're going to be able to stick our hand out in the rain like Ray and Octo. We're going to be able to hold on to each other while we hear and deal and process with our own trauma and our own pain like Han and Leia. And I know we're going to hug friends again and we're already being fueled and just kept up by their comfort. I know it's all going to be there. We'll all have those little laughs again. This, this is why I come back to Star Wars every week. This is why I talk about it. We have all had a tough year. Again, no matter what has happened, no matter the details, we have all had a tough year. And if you go out there online, if you dare go out in that world, and every corner of Star Wars is debated, let them have their debates. Every Star Wars uh, conversation is a, is a spot of real estate that people are trying to claim. Let them take it. I press play on these movies. I open these books. I read these comics. I study these maps. I stare at these figures. Not for the great knowledge I can take from them. Not for the thumping of my chest. that Occasionally I enjoy. Who doesn't? No, I go back to all of this. I talk about it and I write about it and I think about it and I watch it because it provides me joy. I'm going to do that this year, next year, and until I can't anymore. May the force be with you, my Force Center friends. We've got a couple more broadcasts left in 2020, and we'll move on to 2021. We're glad you're here with us. Let's keep celebrating Star Wars. Thanks for listening to Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and follow Ken online everywhere, including Twitch at Ken Napsock. Consider supporting Force Center on Patreon at patreon.com slash Force Center and go to anchor.fm slash Force Center for more information. Wanting to join the conversation? Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Until next time, this has been Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.